to like always be leveling up, always be growing, always be improving. And I think that does come, not to get all Kristen on this, but I do think that comes from a capitalist mindset of like always <laughs> needing to be. This wouldn't be accidental friends without the Kristen. I know, it's true. It. You know? Friends by accident. Podcast host on purpose. This is what you get when two Canadian women who come from completely different backgrounds serendipitously meet in a Brooklyn apartment. This is Accidental Friends with Aline Deggan and Kristen Mandela. Yay. It's the final episode of the year. Holy heck. 2022, baby. I am so freaking excited. Next year will be good. I feel it in my body. I'm so excited for 2022 to be over. I'm usually not the type that's like, please, God, like, just let this year be over. Right. 2022, though. Wow. It gave you a hard time, hey? Yeah. I think my word for 2022 would be surviving. (laughs) Truly trying to keep my head above water. Right. Not snap on people. Mm. (laughs) Fair, honestly. The other day. I left, I was at um, Fern's place and I was going to my condo because I'm finally, there's been repairs are in the works. Oh, amazing. They're there. I'm so excited. But I needed to let them into my house. And so I was going to go, leave the keys off, blah, blah, blah. And I get into my car after I've literally lugged bags worth of stuff. And I realized that my phone is upstairs and I was running a little bit behind. And I was like, I can't text him to say hey i'm running behind hey right. or like hey fern can you bring down my phone any of that mm-hmm. so i went upstairs and he was kind of giggling he's like oh my god he's like you forgot your phone and he's like and you could blah 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 and i was like this is gonna set me off yeah, like I, this, I think he was expecting last, me to yeah he was kind of expecting reason. me to walk in and be like oh silly me you forgot my phone i literally was like this is gonna set me your off. capacity is just done you know, yeah, I, yeah. It, it's little things like that that truly well, it's showing you that it's different because normally that wouldn't bother you. The that would that not it. bother me by any means. But I went into a whole thing of like, I'm in between two places right now. I don't have right. a space to call my – like literally went off. You're ready for her. You're ready for a new year. Yeah. Please, please, please. I'm so freaking ready. Absolutely. Which is what this episode is all about. Yeah. New Year's resolutions. Yes. We can take stock of this year but also just kind of things that we're going to like to implement also – Obviously, as soon as I started pressing record, the upstairs neighbor turned on their dishwasher and their dishwasher is positioned exactly above my head. So if you oh hear God, some buzzing, it's loud. Yeah. it is loud. Um, but that's what that is. And I'm not expecting Chloe to edit it out. So it's just no. going to be there. <laughs> yeah. But if anyone's curious, it's not like a bear grumbling behind my ear. It's literally the dishwasher. So that would be um, – yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we're doing New Year's resolutions today and we thought it would be kind of fun to like – because we don't do them, I guess, like – a lot of normal people like we don't write down like i want to do blah 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 like right we're a little bit more free i guess and abstract with that kind of stuff and that's only been in recent years that we've we've taken this little approach so we thought we Mm -hmm. would share it with you because i did this exercise a little bit in new york when i was there um with my friends and it was really fun so I thought I also was hoping can I also I did make a 30 things that I wanted to do like the year I was 30 yeah um list and I would love to share it at some point as well because I didn't do all of it at all but I really think it's important to also be realistic of the fact that I wrote down a lot of unrealistic yeah yeah I'm game let's do that (laughs) okay cool 
Um, do you want to start off by just yeah. giving a rundown of kind of like how you like to do it normally? Yeah. Okay. So first, how I used to do it is I used to set like such concrete goals. Like I want to what book, blah, blah, blah. I want to this and mm-hmm. that. And then I realized that I would feel like shit because mm-hmm. I hadn't maybe done any of that stuff. And it was like also I, I've changed a lot of like how I feel about goal setting um, mm-hmm. I think, and it's, I think it is after I read that book, the Danielle Laporte book that I, that I, the purple one yes. that I gave you guys. It's literally on my desk right now. It's so nice because it, it, um, talks about how goal setting, instead of it being a specific goal, the reason that you are going after that goal is because of the feeling that you think it will give you. So right. chasing the feeling, not the thing. Yeah. So like yes. running a marathon, you want to feel accomplished. You want to feel satisfied. You want to see how far you're, you can push your body. Like all of these things, <clears throat> those are the feelings that you're going for. So what, so the way I started doing it is more of intention setting of like what I wanted my year to feel like. Right. And I did that in 2021 and I really stuck to it and I felt like amazing. I was so um, excited about it because the way I look at it is you don't know what opportunities are going to come up in the year. Absolutely. And so if you're so stuck on your goals, on your specific goals, I feel really strongly about this because I'm like, this has been, it's really great. But if you're so stuck on your goals, you may be blind. You may have like blinders on to any other opportunity that comes in your way that could potentially give you that same feeling. Right. So I started looking at my New Year's resolutions as a number one, no more like – no more body shit on there. I, right. I don't want to lose 25 pounds. Yes. I don't want to thing. I, I I look at it like if I were to take that goal in and of itself, I want to feel healthier and stronger. Yeah. So what does that mean? That. If that means that I do lose 10, 15 pounds, that's great. If that means that I now have a really great, now have really great eating habits, that's another thing that mm-hmm. can be, you know what I mean? So yeah, absolutely. I look at how I want my year to feel. And then that will also help guide your decisions during that year. Yeah, I love that. We love that feeling. So I actually haven't um, come up with my words for 2023 yet. I definitely want one of them to be thriving and not surviving anymore. (laughs) That's a great year. (laughs) That's a great word for the year. I like that a lot. Thrive. Thrive. Last year I had on my, actually last year I had on my little one was alignment. I have it on my phone. Alignment, love, freedom, and growth. Amazing. Those are good. Those are like nice. Yeah. And I do feel like I have, I have hit them in like an aspect, maybe not the way that I thought, but like. But it never really ends up being exactly the way that you thought anyway. No. Often. So. That's kind of how we do New Year's resolutions around these parts of town. Around these parts. Um, Yeah. And I feel like one thing that I really wanted to be honest about is that I think as I've been reflecting a lot more, I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves in general to like always be leveling up, always be growing, always Mm -hmm. be improving. And I think that does come not to get all Kristen on this, but I do think that comes from a capitalist mindset of like always (laughs) needing to be... This wouldn't be accidental friends without the Kristen. I know. It's true. You know? But like the whole idea of capitalism is that like 
it's a free market system, but you're also always growing. Like the, the profits have to be growing. The demand has to be growing, all these things. And I think we've internalized that as people where we yeah. feel like we always have to be improving and one-upping and yeah. we can't be any like worse than we were the, like the year before, the season before. You know what I'm saying? And it puts a lot of pressure on us because yeah. we're actually not doing it or we're not looking at it at a way of like how In the betterment work. of ourselves. Yeah. And just like how we work in general, which is like – we are animals living on a planet. We do have to kind of like understand how the seasons affect us. And I yeah. think winter is a time for rest. It's a time for regrouping. It's a time yes, for yeah. um, recuperating and recovering. So I think for me, I always thought it's so funny is like January is the like the month that I feel like the most tired and the most kind of like I want to just sit and journal and yeah, drink lots cozy, of tea yeah. and get cozy but then they're like you have to grind like lose 15 pounds like this is the time to lose all your weight and do it and it's like well no that's not what the seasons are telling us that's not what the earth is telling us the earth is resting and it's okay for us to rest too we don't have to be mm. transforming ourselves in these months or even really at all and i think it's okay if you also don't feel that motivation in january yeah one thing that I really thought of or that I saw a video on that I was like, oh, I want to incorporate that is move with the seasons and then also make your plans and like your resolutions with the seasons. Yeah, I love that. So like in the spring, that's when regrowth happens. So making idea like really fun yeah. plans where it's like around your style or starting a new hobby. It's kind of like this regrowth, this rebirth. Yeah. So that's a cool time to start a new task or start a new goal. Summer is like super fiery, all these different things. So you can start like, you know what I'm saying? Like yes, fall yes. kind of starts yeah. to calm down and then winter is for like maybe you knit or like you do something yeah, yeah, slow. Yeah. Um, and I like that idea of moving and like setting my goals and intentions along with how the, the mm -hmm. four seasons go. I agree. And um, as someone that like has ADHD and that I'm learning a lot more of that my brain just like doesn't maybe work the same way that some uh, other brains do is that – there's a difference between consistency and sustainability. So consistency is showing up for yourself like the exact same way every single day. Um, and that's something that's very difficult for me to do. And I think for, yeah. for most people, I think especially for women who have like a four-week cycle of like yes. hormones yeah, and yeah, energy yeah. and not like a 24-hour cycle. Mm -hmm. So trying to make plans that are sustainable for you but necessarily don't look the exact same every single day because the day yeah. that we're ovulating versus the day that we're menstruating are going to be very different energy-wise. Yeah. Yeah. So like – I'm going to make a plan that is going to be a lot lazier or lower energy when I'm menstruating versus when I'm like ovulating or when I'm like super high energy. Yeah. But that still means that I'm showing up for myself. It just means that it might look a little bit different. And that's something that get, I'm going to bring into next year. I need to, I need to figure, figure that out, out for the myself cycles. I know, totally. I think about that all the time. And then I get really hard. I'm really hard on myself during the times when I'm like, okay, no, you should actually just be resting right totally. now. And, and that's I, okay. And I think we have to allow ourselves this space to rest. And I think if – syncing up with our cycles allows us to do that then yeah. we should be doing that because i think we have so much guilt associated with like being lazy mm -hmm. again capitalism does that but that's just a whole other thing but yeah <laughs> i also saw this just going off of what you said i also mm -hmm. saw this thing on tiktok and i loved it and it was instead of looking at your new year new, new year's resolutions all year round mm -hmm. she did it in a monthly way cool. so instead like of seasonally like it was like um, she had something for – she had a focus for every single month and I think this would be – this is kind of how I, like I that a want lot. to start to do um, my life because I, I feel right now to be – if I'm going to be totally frank, um, I just feel kind of stagnant mm -hmm. and there's a lot of things I want to be doing and I feel like there's a lot of things that are in the works but nothing is actually moving. Like there's no needle, needle moving forward and I just – that kind of frustrates me because there are a lot of things that I want to do and that I'm mm -hmm. excited about. And I'm, 
and you know both of us are kind of like we just want to do all of these things you know yeah absolutely. so the way that she did it was every month she just had a focus so like one focus her focus for january was she had it under health but she so she had it under her fitness so i guess she's gonna use january as a way to get into a good routine fitness for wise. fitness like okay. what works for her how does she want to move her body like all of that stuff right. and then february i think she had it as home so if there's anything that she wants to upgrade to her home or if there's like a paint job that she wants to do or um she wants to you know cl- declutter her home right. all of that stuff that's cool like, i like that idea that's nice she did it for that kind of compartmentalizes everything yeah and then march was i think she had health but she had um food related so she's now wants to figure out like good recipes that she can that she can get behind like how to meal prep properly like it's for her the way she the way that it seemed was that she was using each of the months to build habits and i have yet to read this book i have it on my nightstand but atomic habits by james yeah james clear yeah um and he talks about like habit stacking and so i think kind of she she was looking at it in that sense of like okay if i get my habits right for january for my health fitness goals it'll continue into the other months yeah so then in february i'll have that already set then i can figure out my home stuff and then that'll already be set and then march comes and my food blah 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 and then her very last month of december i think i don't think she had it november but december she kind of had it as put it all together right so she can you know just figure that out i don't think she looked at it like February comes around and she's like all of a sudden going to completely forget her fitness goals. Like I think Mm -hmm. it was supposed to be like a stacking type situation. And I loved that because I get really overwhelmed when I think of all the things I want to do. And then I'm like, I don't have time to focus on every single one of them and give each of them my 100% of my energy. And then I go, okay, then I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. The overwhelm is very real where you feel like if you can't do – anything perfectly or like the way that you had intended then you don't want to do it at all and i feel like what's that saying it's like don't let perfection be the enemy of good yeah i feel like that's something that i want to also bring in i feel like that touches on what you just said is like you don't want to let this idea of what is perfect or right or correct be getting in the way of you just like showing up and doing it for yourself imperfectly because that's what's going to build a habit you know what i mean yeah and i'm also going to shout out i'm not going to name names but i'm going to shout out one of my friends who does deal with perfectionism a lot Mm -hmm. and I was talking to her the other day and I said and she lets her perfectionism like um kind of yeah like to do it perfectly which is funny because her level of imperfect would be like my level of perfect right (laughs) like what she would consider like oh that's not good enough to me that would be like I'd be like let's go balls to the walls yeah this is amazing right um and I had this conversation with her and I was like I wish for you to fuck up more Right. That's my hope for you. Like to because feel comfortable, feel more to comfortable. To feel comfortable failing. fucking up. Because mm-hmm. the more that you do that, the more you're going to be like, oh, nothing died. Like nobody, yeah. you know what I mean? Like nothing was dire. And especially in the like situation that we're in, that we don't actually have crazy amount of responsibilities. And I'm thinking of like externally, like dependence. Mm-hmm. If you do, that's obviously a different story. But me and a lot of my friends are in a situation where we don't have dependence. So if we mess up, it is actually just us. Right. Totally. Whether or not you have a partner, Which whether or not you're engaged, How married, liberty is whatever. That? That's very liberating. So but yeah, we put so much pressure on ourselves. I really like that wish for that person. Yeah. I was That's like, wonderful. I just wish you fuck up more because I fuck up all the time. And I'm and also probably as an actor, I'm so used to rejection. Right. 
that it just doesn't scare me that much anymore. But it is. That's a very important muscle to flex is to like know that you're still going to be okay even after you fail. Yeah. And that it doesn't actually take anything away from you. So if anybody deals with perfectionism, I hope this is the year where you fuck up more. And then you get used to fucking up and realize it's actually not that scary. And -hmm. that'll just push you to just do what you want and follow in your big dreams. Because I I wish that. that for everyone. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then to just go off of that perfectionism um, kind of tangent, I wanted to talk about the things that I wrote down for myself because I did – I wanted 30 Mm -hmm. things before the year I was 30 and then basically I turned 30 and then made it the rest of the year as well and I still didn't finish all of them. And the reason that I wanted to share is because I think it's really important for people to understand that like it doesn't really say anything about you if you don't finish every single thing on these lists. Mm -hmm. Like it's it's amazing if you are able to do it and I think – there's a lot of learning to get done when you can reflect and be like, why wasn't I able to do these things? But I think a lot of it is like we often put this on ourselves to like completely change our lives all the time. And sometimes it's just not in the cards and that's okay. So start a podcast, number one. Guess what, bitch? Did it. (laughs) Here we are, baby. Um, Number two, run a marathon. Did not do that. Did not even come close to that. I ran a few times this year and I was proud of myself, but it was nowhere close to We love that. Okay, can I can I actually do this? This is kind of fun. The running a marathon, just really quickly, I yeah. want to even touch on if some of them really strike a chord okay. of like what the feeling you were going after. You wanted to run a yeah. marathon because yeah, you wanted yeah. to So feel- let's deconstruct because this is like not a productive way of writing this list. So let's rewrite it. Yeah, so you so, wanted to run a marathon because you wanted yes. to feel a sense of accomplishment. Yes, and I wanted to, because I don't really like running, I wanted to push past that and yeah. do something that was out of my comfort zone. I wanted to read 40 books. I read maybe Why? eight this year. Um... Because I really love to read and I wanted to spend more time on my phone. So I think it was like less, less time on, your phone, time on yeah. my phone. I wanted to go on a road trip, which I did. We drove to New York together. Yeah, baby. Um, I wanted to take a solo trip, which I did. I traveled to London yes, and I traveled to Costa Rica. Um, I wanted to go camping. I did not do that. Why did you want to go camping? Just because, because it's something that I really loved doing when I was a kid and I haven't done it for a long time. So I wanted to – Okay. So you wanted to feel more playful and childlike. Yes. yes. Connect with your inner I, child. Done. Yeah. Um, and also that sense of resilience. I really like the idea of like being yeah. resilient and independent and in nature. Um, I wanted to donate blood four times, which I did. Great. Um, and that makes me feel generous and it's just something that I like to do. There you go. I wanted to learn how to drive stick. I did that. Andres learned, uh, taught me how to drive oh my stick God, in I'm Costa so Rica. I want to do that. Ah, jealous. Yeah. Um, I wanted to live in the beaches. I now live in the beaches. Um, I wanted to go back to New York City. I went back three times this year. <laughs> so I definitely did that. I wanted to get another tattoo. I did. I got it on my hand. I wanted to learn how to play chess, which I did and I didn't do. I know how to basically play it. I'm in the process. It's fucking hard. I wanted to live in another country. No, but Andres and I are planning to live in Spain next year. So that's how that makes me happy. Yep. Um, I wanted to make my own compost. I did not do that. Uh, but I want to, I still want to try to do that this summer. That makes sense of why you would want to do that. Yeah. That's pretty solid. The ones that I was questioning are the ones that I'm like, why do you want, why would you? Right. They're like more out of my, yeah, Yeah, totally. I wanted to swim across my lake because it makes me feel strong. And also it's just like a physical challenge that I wanted to try to do. And I did it twice. So I'm happy about that. I wanted to write 20 blog posts, have not written a single one. And I think that was more of a showing up for myself and consistency with like my brand and my company. And I didn't do that. Um, I wanted to try surfing. Did not do that. I wanted to go traveling with Andres. We did do that. We went on many trips this year together. Um, I said adopt a dog and then I put an X beside it because then I realized that I don't want a dog right now. So we fostered a dog for three months and that was more than enough time for us or two months. Um, 
go skydiving. Okay. Did you not just wanted do. adventure and like I wanted adrenaline. a lot of adventure and adrenaline okay. from which honestly makes sense because I wrote this list in 2021 following 2020, which was like exactly. a very I obviously. I was just gonna say that makes um, a lot of sense. I wanted to shave my head. You did. did. Start my own garden. I did. Um, foster more dogs is like kind of the same thing as the adopting the dog. Yeah. I wanted to bike across Toronto, which I did. I basically went from one side of Queen to the other. Um, become more comfortable with Spanish. Yes. Love and that. post more on TikTok. Yes. Um, read a book in Spanish. I didn't do. Get to 10K on Instagram. I did not do. Complete a 10 um, a 75K or you know the 75 day challenges. The yeah, 75 strong. I, I did not do that. Me neither. Um, Although okay, sorry. Side but note. I think I did pretty good. I it's would not bad. love That's to do that thing. and I, I really do actually want to do that but I've seen like iterations of it that it's like the instead of 75 ch- strong or like 70, like 77 75 soft. hard. It's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just do more like drink X amount of water, like yeah. blah, blah, blah. It's a bit blah, more reasonable which I think for- this person of 70K hard probably hates but that's okay. Yeah. I love that. Um, Is there more? No. It was only 30 things. I love that. I think I that's pretty that. good. I'm pretty proud of the check marks that I have. Yeah. Totally. And I think I'll just carry them on into next year because it's okay if I didn't get all of them done. Even exactly. though I'm very disappointed in some ways, I'm like, it's okay. And maybe I'll just write them with more of a plan in mind rather than like yes. run a marathon. It might be like like run 5K. You know what I mean? Like so, let's get going. Let's do some more incremental goal setting. Yeah. So Chris, I talked to you about this and I think I sent you and Chloe probably the list. The but running. The, the, pot, the bucket list yes. thing. Yes, that there was this guy, he basically wrote this massive um, – bucket list that was he was this guy from vancouver i believe and he's canadian for sure but he wrote this list of bucket crazy bucket list items and he was like i just want to see and he has literally completed i think everything on his list incredible but he also did it in a way he didn't put a time constraint on him like Mm. you know how you said i want to do this in my 30th year yeah he didn't put that time constraint he just kind of was like this is how These I'm going to do it. I want to do. Yeah. He also has, I think, eight to 10 categories of what to write for your bucket list. Fun. And I think this to me is more, is better than a New Year's resolutions list because just like you took stock of what your year has been like, your 30th mm-hmm. year so far, mm-hmm. and you still have four months left in your year. Um, yeah, that's true. Just like you took stock, you can now erase the things that you've done and you can add in new things that you want to do so he had 10 categories and he did like and it was like career home adventure um family whatever there's a bunch of them and i Mm -hmm. can link it in the show notes of uh it's called i think it's called the bucket list journal but i'll have to look back in my notes and see what it is but he writes it and he said you should have a hundred bucket list items at any given time because then you're not focusing on just one thing and you're not like, oh my God, I desperately need this because you genuinely don't know how a lot of these things are going to happen. You're kind of leaving yourself open for adventure. Yeah, you're leaving yourself open to it. And one of the craziest ones that he said was that he's a Canadian boy and he said he wanted to play basketball with Barack Obama on the the court, like on at the White House on their court. And Hilarious. he tried – and he's like, we're Canadian. This is why I thought it was ridiculous. He put it – he constantly put it out there, constantly put it out there, blah, blah, blah. And then finally, he's like, we tried. We've reached out to them. We told everyone about this because it's so absurd. And then he goes, one day, like a White House someone, an aide or whatever, mm-hmm. was like, here, I'll give you a pers- – I'll personally give you a tour of the White House. And apparently right. at the time, Barack Obama was supposed to be out of town. Mm-hmm. He goes, so then he showed us the basketball court – and it was just him and his buddy, the the two mm-hmm. guys I think that are that were doing this, two or three. 
And sure enough, Barack Obama happened to be home and they got to play basketball with him for like 10, 15 minutes on the court. And he's like, that's one of those things that like I put it on there because it was so ridiculous. But But you don't want to put limitations on your own dreams either, right? You literally have no idea. So I think that like having a bucket list is also a really great way to put New Year's resolutions. Like I just don't think you should put like a little time constraint on your yeah, stuff. Yeah, I think that's a really important thing that I do. I put unnecessary constraints on mine and then they get become unrealistic and then I get stressed that I can't do them and then I'm like, fuck, I'm a failure. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't like that. I love that. Um, So I want to ask you. Yes. This is what I did in New York and I kind of wanted to do it a little bit now. Okay. Um, Do you have a peak and a pit of 2022? Let's do a pit first so that um we can end on a good note. Okay, so yes, I definitely have a pit. I don't really want to talk about it, but okay. um, I definitely have one. And yeah. it's just like to do with my family stuff that's going on. Yeah. Um, so that would definitely be my my pit, like just like some really difficult family okay. events. And then I'd say my peak is I did an incredible amount of traveling and I had mm-hmm. an amazing time. I was able to go to like New York, Miami, California, yeah, um, France, Spain – the UK, Costa Rica, in the span of a year. Yeah. And I feel incredibly lucky for that. So yeah. that's definitely my peak. I love that. Yeah. How about you? Um, my pit was definitely everything that happened with my condo because I mm-hmm. like as I was saying this, that I um my condo would be the catalyst for any time I'd spiral or think that right. things were terrible in my life. Like I'd walk into my condo, I would be totally fine and I'd walk in there and I'd be like, this is, my home is a disaster. My job is a disaster. My life is, a dis-, like it was a right. constant spiral. So I'm really excited to leave that in 2022. My peak was, I would definitely say like my Europe trip that those two and a half weeks were like, yeah, honestly, unbelievable. And then also starting my business finally, that was definitely a peak for me. Yeah. Congrats, baby. Yeah. Okay, so then next, how mm-hmm. do you want 2023 to feel? Like how – what are words that would say I want to feel like this in 2023? Um, I want to feel – I think the word that I, I immediately came to my mind is free because mm. I think a lot of things came up for me this year. And also, sorry, my voice is like I'm, I'm losing it as I'm speaking. But um, it made me realize that I do have people in my life and I did have people in my life that were really – setting me back and making me feel very small and constrained and Mm -hmm. um, stressed. And I also had a lot of my own self-limitations that I put on myself that were telling me that I couldn't do certain things. So I think in the new year, I'm very looking forward to shedding some of those people, shedding those ideas, and then um, living in a way that's like very free for both Mm -hmm. me and and my partner and and the rest of my family, honestly. I love that. Free. Yeah. I love that word. Free, baby. How about you? Um, I When I was thinking about it, I was kind of like, I want to feel just confidence in my life and my choices. Mm-hmm. Like confidence in my business, confidence in my relationship, confidence in myself and my body, all of that. Yeah. I have a few. I really do want to be thriving. Mm-hmm. And I want to feel like I am not holding myself back like Mm. I don't want to be my own limiting belief like I don't want to have that anymore I love that I don't care if other people doubt me I don't want to doubt myself kind of thing and I think that ties into the whole confidence thing 
Well, they definitely, yeah, they like they like bring each other up. Like those are both yeah. pillars, I think. Yes, totally. I love that. I'd be curious to know like when people listen to this, I would love to know like if you have one word, that's great because I love the word free. I think that's, I had that obviously on my list last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would love to know if you have like one word, if you have three words, hell, if you have five words, doesn't matter. Absolutely. Like, what do you want your year to feel like? Mm-hmm. Or what do you want yourself to feel like throughout the year? Yeah. I think that's such an important thing to reflect on. And I think it's also important to reflect on like, yeah, the things that you absolutely loved that you want to take into the next year, things that you want to shed and leave behind, Mm -hmm. but also to like release any constraints or expectations on yourself to like, you don't always have to be improving, but what you can do is like continue habits that you feel like bring out the best versions of yourself and then continue to clip away at things that you feel like don't bring out that version of yourself. And you actually get to decide the person that you are. Mm-hmm. So if you don't like that you're really reactive or you don't like that you're really gossipy or you don't like certain things, you actually have 100% control of those yeah. things. And that if you don't want to bring those things into your new year, you can actually just decide. And I know that that sounds hard, but it's, it's it is a choice. No, like we, we can just Very choose true. the person that we want to be in a lot mm-hmm. of ways. And we often do, but we do it unconsciously. So I encourage you that if you have any things that you really feel like are character traits that you're maybe not proud of or you feel like aren't actually true to yourself, Mm -hmm. clip them. Yeah. They don't actually have to be a part of you anymore. And one thing I'm really excited about to do on New Year's Day, because I think every time I say that it's just been a terrible year, it's been a terrible year, it's been a terrible year, I do – I still have my gratitude jar. I actually have a lot to fill out. I think I have stuff till August. So I'm going to do that this week so that I at least have a week of like it just – it's not in my mind anymore and then I can – reread it but it literally and obviously if people don't know what that is I have a jar where I write something that I'm grateful for every single week and then I read it all on January 1st to see as much as I think that it's a crappy year I'm sure there are many 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 wonderful things that happened to me wonderful things that I did and then it just kind of puts it in perspective that maybe it wasn't a shitty year after all so I would definitely encourage people to do that and if you don't know how please reach out to me or Kristen even like I feel like we would be people to to talk to you about it yeah and we would love to do it mm-hmm, absolutely and we are wishing you honestly an incredible 2023 we're I'm excited so to see more of you next year and yeah thank you for being with us on this journey yeah it has meant a lot we're so excited we're so excited to keep doing this we're so excited you keep listening and we love you for it yeah we absolutely love you so take um take a moment reflect and also drink some freaking water. Maybe Hell take yeah. a nap for yourself. Take some. It's a busy time of year, so just take some yeah. time for yourself and um, relax because a new year is coming filled with lots of new energy and possibilities right now. Yeah, baby. Can't wait. Love you. Okay. Happy New Year, everyone. This has been Accidental Friends Podcast with Aline and Kristen. This show is created by us and produced by Chloe Jackson. Thank you so much for listening. Um, if you want to check us out on our Instagram, it's Accidental Friends Podcast. On TikTok, Accidental Friends. And we have a website, AccidentalFriendsPodcast.com. We love you and we'll see you next year. Bye.